It's Cash Color Cannabis, a high level of conversation on LiveHipHopDaily.tv. I am your host, Mecca King. And, um, you know, like I said, we back here again on a beautiful evening, a beautiful Tuesday evening in Atlanta. It's cold as hell. I woke up today, it was 25 degrees. I thought it was a joke. You know what I'm saying? I, I hit refresh on my phone like it was a joke. It's like, this can't be for real. This is, what is it, like 5 a.m.? Nah, this is nah, it's 25 degrees. Yeah, it's hella cold out here, man. But we got it warm in the studio. I got my guests in the building. Somebody I've been really wanting to get on the show for a while. My man Bruce. What's How up, Bruce? How y'all doing? What's up? What's up? Man, we chilling right now, man. For those who don't know, well, if you're, if you're out of Atlanta, um, my man Bruce is a well-known person around here. If you're in Atlanta, he probably he's probably a... Um, Almost like Kaiser Soze for y'all. Y'all, he, you, you know his name, but you don't really know him. Know him? Hey, man, that's, that's a good way to be. <laughs> it is for real. Big city, you got. Look, you look. Move and keep moving. Look, 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 man. So, um, thank you for coming out here, man. Um, for, so let's kick off the interview. For those who don't know, man, can you state your name and tell us what you do? Yeah. So my name is Bruce. I go by Big Head Bruce. Um, primarily right now, um, we're running a lifestyle brand, mm. Urban Hippie, which has been around for a while. We just branched out and opened up our first smoke shop. Okay. So that's something that we're building on. Um, besides that, I'm a pretty decent cannabis influencer throughout <laughs> the country because I travel and I do have a lot of connections with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so that's just it. I just, you know, live life and smoke weed. That's what's up, man. Yeah, shit, that's <laughs> a good-ass life to live, bro, man. And you live it to the fullest, man, because uh, me and Nicole was talking about how she she um, she saw you. She said, ain't that the dude from the from the um, Smoke Champs? Um, yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know who won or nothing yet. We're on Howell Mill. That's Ebony right there. We <laughs> If you see somebody if you see somebody on, on our live, that's Ebony right now. She's probably trying to find where we at. Oh, she yeah. did say she was coming. Oh, yeah, no, we're not on Howell Mill. We're on Walker Street, my fault. <laughs> yeah, why we're on Walker Street? Why was she Mill. Crazy. All right, so um let's talk about let's talk about weeks. We got a nice plate right here, man. Oh, My yeah, man yeah, rolled yeah. up some good. He done hit he done he done blessed me with a dab, and y'all know I do not dab. Oh, <laughs> that's how we do it, man. If you want you want to get high to get straight to the point. Yeah, yeah. And it tastes good. You know, I I always give give dabbing that dabbing tastes amazing, man. But it's just not my thing, bro. But um, how did you when was the first time that you actually consumed cannabis? Like, what was that first moment like? Honestly, I think I was about 13. Mm. Um, so my father, you know, he smoked marijuana growing up, yeah. so I was around it a lot, and, you know, I, I just started smoking. It was just from being around him, I started smoking, and being around the family, mm-hmm. it was just a function thing that we did. Okay. You know, growing up, I just, it just stayed in me. It was something that I, I became passionate about at a young age, like I said, because my family was involved in it. Um, and when I started traveling and meeting more people and getting out there more, it just became a real serious thing to me. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever thought about why you smoke? Like, how, like, is it like when I when I smoke? I know I, I, it helps me kind of even out some shit. I feel like I got a whole lot of energy, and it's one of them things that kind of helped me even out, so I can actually sit down and do something. Um, have you ever thought about the reasons why you smoke? Um, I know sometimes in certain situations I have to smoke to help me with anxiety a little bit mm. when I'm in club settings and stuff. But through my day-to-day life, I can go without smoking. Really? I actually enjoy smoking, like, because I do get great products, and yeah. it tastes good, and it's everything that it's supposed to be, then, you know, you want to consume it. Yeah. What's the longest you went without smoking? <laughs> uh, 59 days. Jeez, she had to count it down. <laughs> I was in jail. I was about to say, that's like a number. <laughs> I was in jail. No, I was in jail. I was in jail 
59 days. I never forget. But the day I went home, I smoked. Like it was just, I kind of smoked in jail, but there was yeah. the $3 joints. They don't really get high. You just taste it. So. Bro, I don't believe you. Like they be telling me stuff that be happening in jail from the phone calls and the messages I be getting. I be like, yo, for one, why do y'all have better service than I do? You know what hey, I mean? Like, like how the hell we it, getting FaceTime it, messages in jail? And I'm like, bro, I'm sitting in my crib and we got we got half ass service from T-Mobile, and you sitting here got clear as day shit. It's way different in there now. I I, I see it on, like you on social media yeah. and you know throughout pictures and stuff. Yeah. It's way different in there now. Let's talk about the only reason we know what's going on in Mississippi is because pictures came out. Like, like who the yeah. fuck is in here going live? You know no, what I'm saying? For real. <laughs> like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got videos. Yeah. You're right about that. Who the fuck is here going live in the middle of a, a catastrophe? But you know, some of them, they give them iPads and phones and stuff yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So, but still, I don't know how they get good weed in Boy, there. Boy, let though. me tell you something. Somewhere a politician listening right now is like, this is why we need to shut down some of these prisons. You see how easy it is up in there, man? They got better nah, Wi-Fi. Nah, happen. they don't. That's never it, man. So um what's the best way for you to consume? Like I know you have you you brought us on in the dab and I'm watching you right now roll up. You 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 um you clearly do papers, you know what I'm saying? Like what's your favorite way to consume? I believe in concentrates, um, just because it's the purest form. Mm -hmm. Um you get everything that you need in a short amount of time. Yeah. You see the time is sitting here to take to roll this up. <laughs> yeah. I've already loaded my rig and I'm ready to take a dab. Yeah. So I mean just smoking concentrates just all around is cleaner. Um, as long as you can get good products, it's the best way to consume. Yeah, concentrate. I really do like concentrates because, again, it goes back to the taste. You know what I'm saying? And when you get to that point where you could taste it and it's like, mm. You when it's real I mean? stuff, that's what I mean. I really enjoy it. Like I naturally enjoy smoking yeah. and getting the different flavors and you know, it's just a great thing. Yeah. So you have the chance to travel around the around the country and around the world. You know, especially through the army. I know you yes. done, you done seen a whole lot. What are your favorite places to go when it when it comes to consuming? You know, what I'm saying like that you have been so far. Consuming. Yeah. Atlanta. Ah. Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> is the number one city for cannabis consumption just because it's so openly done. Yeah. On the West Coast now now buying it. Is Southern California? Yeah, by far the Bay Area has the best weed in the world to me. But as far as like the day to day lifestyle where you can smoke openly, it's Atlanta, Georgia. You know, and I, I said that when I first got here, when I first moved here, like when I was when I first moved down here in 2010, what blew my mind was I was at a video shoot and I was working for a director, and I told y'all like Gucci man was out here smoking outside. We was on ponds, and my man was just smoking in front of the store, and I thought this was just how it sh shit got down. I was like, niggas just really out here blowing yes. Rocco roll by me, had a joint out the window. Yes. Like, this is really how it get down out here. And that's the dude I do like that much. You know, we 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 get a bad rep because we're not California. You know what I mean? So you know, Northern California is gonna have the best weed. Like, I you mean, think so? I do. I feel like NorCal. NorCal gonna oh. have the best weed. Man. But oh. when we get from Atlanta, people act like Atlanta shit is like really like I don't know, like really out the dirt. Like, no, we get a good bud because it comes from a lot of other places. You Correct. know what I mean? And Correct. and and you add into the fact that it's just easier to consume. Like, we could walk into a club. You know what I'm saying? Like, they might not. Ask you to, you know what I'm saying? But no, we can no. walk into a club and smoke. Here they got to tell me to put it out. Yeah. <laughs> they got to tell me, like, I don't care anywhere I go, I'm taking it. And you have to tell me to put it out. Yeah. Where if most other states, if you go into a club, it's just completely forbidden. Yeah, yeah. You know, I learned that when I was in Colorado. Like, they don't get down like that, no. man. I was like, no. oh, this is only Atlanta? No, yeah, you can go to jail <laughs> in one of these other states, like, for real. Yeah, they be upset. You try it in <laughs> Vegas or anywhere. You can't, not in not, public? Like, yeah. No, you can smoke on your back porch. 
Vegas is really like that, bro. Yeah, you're Vegas is locked down. Vegas is for real like that, well, bro. Well, see, now when you're in Vegas, all you got to do is tell them it's CBD. Mm, they can't tell. No, they can't. Yeah. I know. It's going on right now. I know people do it. <laughs> they can't tell. They all you got to do is tell them it's CBD. <laughs> That's crazy, man. What's your favorite strain? My favorite strain right now would have to be Zittles. Okay. Just I just like the taste, the flavor. Um, my favorite long strand is Golden State Banana. Okay. It's right now it's at thirty nine percent THC, which mm. is like yes, it's unheard. Of. And I'm seeing Golden State Banana a lot, but that goes back to maybe another conversation we could have where some of the stuff I'm seeing, and I think a lot of it's come from packaging. You're not even sure what the hell's in it. You know what I'm saying? Like well, I see them packaging. Okay, so that's a that's a that's an Atlanta thing. Yeah. Let me put it like that. I'll tell you a thousand percent because in California it was done to identify what you have, yeah, right? So if you have 10 different strands, you can put them all in packaging. You can just grab that and you know what it is. But when you got hit, when they came here and people got hip to packaging, it was like, oh, I can just throw it in here and seal it and don't nobody know. Yeah. But the reality of it is that just kills your long-term business. Yeah. So. I mean, when people don't think like that, like I, I've been in my, I, I, yeah, I put them out there. I've been in my nephew's car one time and he had a bag of runs. So I said, nigga, how dare you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, this is it not ain't real. real. It ain't I'm real. I'm like, how dare you? So you know what I do. You but you know the thing about that? People don't, everybody that has gelato now calls it runs. He don't even hear gelato anymore. No. Because everybody just says it's runs. It smells like runs, but it's just gelato. Look, shout out to rappers. Rappers done gave you so many names and so and gave some of these dealers so many Dangerous. names. They could just say, you know what I'm saying? Because like gelato was the move. Like, thanks to Dolph. You hear gelato and Dolph's records, anybody you walked up to, yeah, I got gelato, bro. Got that gelato, bro. Hey, All right, my G. That's the new Golden State. Ooh. 39%. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, this button look nice, too. 39%. Where, go to, where, where are they based out of? I mean, clearly California. Yeah, yeah, the Bay. The, the bay. bay. Yeah, the Bay. All Bay. All Bay area. That's what's That's up, where it's at. So that's your favorite? Do you have a least favorite strain? OG. It, like, really? Like, any OG? Any OG. I can't stand it. Jeez. Only OG I really like is Billy Kimber because it's sweet. But besides that, it's like... I. It, Weed has evolved so far past that. Yeah. OG is like mid to me. Whoa. You know, I'm an OG head, man. Like, I, OG is, is, is I can't. It's just the taste of it. Yeah. It just, you just get sick of that same taste. You know what's crazy how you just spoke about how, you know, as, as we've all been consuming, and I'm pretty sure we've all been in this space before, I legit, the first blunt, I, the first time I've ever smoked it was a bong, and I know it was Reggie. You know what I'm saying? Especially now. I know it was Reggie. I know I spent at least six years consuming really good Reg. You know Man, what I'm saying? I smoked stems and seeds. Yeah, up. Like, that's what we were saying we last all week. We all did, but it's just. I remember that was a thing, man. We used to pull out them <laughs> buds and steeds. Like, that was a good pack. Like, yeah, no, look at all these buds no, and steeds in no. there. Nah, son. Nah, that wasn't it. Nah, that man. wasn't it. We thought it was, though. But how we, as you talk right now with OG, I remember when I thought Chronic was it. You know what I'm saying? Chronic fucked me up the first time I hit it. But I remember thinking Chronic was, was, was the top of the line, the best thing you could get possibly when it comes to smoke. And then you come to find out it's not. But um, it just really goes to show what you really like. You know what I mean? Like, you just mentioned even the, T, the THC amount, 39%. That's not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Some people are just really big on, like you say, the taste. Like, they, they want to see the terpenes. They want to get to that part of it. So it's really up to the consumer when it comes to that shit like that. I'm I sorry. No, you good. <laughs> I just hit a nice dab. 
Oh man, let's talk about urban hippies, man. Like I, I when I first um kind of got on the scene myself, you know, most people know me through um Color Green when I first started doing the documentary, and when I started doing my Google search, the urban hippie would pop up almost all the time. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell urban hippies was. Like shout out to Ebony. Ebony was kind of like I guess the first person I met. I thought it was like a secret society. Like it was just, <laughs> is it is this urban hippies is like just a, a little crew that I, I don't know about yet? Like what is urban hippies, man? And how did that come about? So essentially, it's really like one or two people that started out, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it's a lifestyle brand. It's just what we do, what we are, who we are. You know, um, we're hippies in the urban environment. Yeah. We as we blend in with everybody else, but we are still ourselves. Yeah. Where a lot of people get into an urban environment and get lost or can't integrate with it mm. to move forward. So that's where we come in. Okay. And who's the crew consist of currently? I know it's, it's more than two people at this point. Oh, yeah, 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 100%. So it's um, with me, uh, Ebony, mm -hmm. Urban Hippie, DJ C Money, DJ Brooklyn, Steve, um, DJ Thury, you got TZ. Um, Are y'all deep, deep now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole lineup. It's just, yeah. you know, everybody got their little jobs here and there and what they do and facilitate throughout what we got going on. Yeah. But collectively, as a crew, we all make it happen. Yeah, man. And y'all definitely laid some good um, some good footprints in the city. Like, we, we, you know the urban hippies. You've seen urban hippies. Matter of fact, I, randomly, I was on the bus, and this Mexican dude, I know he's Mexican. I'm not, I'm not judging. I know he was Mexican. This Mexican dude, I know he was fresh off work, and he had an urban hippie shirt on. And I thought to myself, I just, it's one sneaker picture. But, but it's just crazy hey. how I just see that throughout the, throughout the city. Like, you'll see urban hippie around. We know, that's what the thing about it. Collectively, we know a lot of people just through different networks. Yeah. We, like I said, we all do different things at times. So, you know, we get to meet different people and connect together. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I know is um, Smoke Tricks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Y'all got, got the smoke shop, man. Talk to us about launching the smoke shop. Like, was that, was, how, how hard was it to actually launch a store? Honestly, it was the easiest thing ever. Right. It was super easy because um, the spot was a smoke shop. Um, but the guy was running like the machines in it. Yeah. So he took the machines out and said, Hey, y'all want to buy the store? Sure. So we bought the shop, kind of revamped it, put our own stuff in there. And that was it. That's what's up. It, it, <laughs> it, it, are you going to be branching out? We're going to see smoke tricks pop up around. Yeah. The yeah. City? Yeah. We, um, we're looking at a few locations right now, yeah. possibly on the South side, on the West side, just to move around and trying to spread what we do in other parts of the city besides yeah. the east side. Yeah, and you know, and, and it was dope to see Smoke Tricks because it was around the time when I started paying attention a little bit more to um, what we were seeing, what I called like the trickle down from the laws that were being passed. Like we're seeing a lot more stores open. We're seeing a lot more people getting involved or Correct. even wanting to know about CBD. And I thought it was interesting when I started seeing Smoke Tricks because I thought that's such a smart way to do stuff. Like, get a smoke shop. You know what I'm saying? Like, Correct. people always try to jump lines. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to have a dispensary tomorrow. How about baby step this, man? Get Correct. Like, how they always talk about how in the gold the gold rush, people made a lot of money from the picks, not so much just getting Correct. the gold. Like, somebody still got, I got to roll up somewhere, and everybody don't want to go to Palm City Market to go to higher standards, you know? They want to come to us and see what we smoke yeah. and ask our opinion on stuff. And, you know, that's why we facilitate that. We push a lot of hemp wraps. We try to get people off tobacco, yeah. you know, because it's just not good to mix it with cannabis. So we do that, you know, papers. And, like, we get vibe papers and special stuff that other places can't get. 
Right, right. So. What's your opinion about, um, you know, we, we we do have HB 324s passed. We're about to watch, uh, well, the hemp law is, is in effect. We're about to really watch that trickle down happen in the state. Um, what's your opinion about seeing some of these new laws get passed and, and what is looking like from the, I guess, the from the laws being passed? Like as far as the businesses opening, uh, more, more corporate money is coming into the city and state. We're seeing a lot of these conferences pop up. Um, what's your opinion on that? I really think it's awesome that it's moving that way because the the biggest block for cannabis has been education. Yeah. That's all it's been with all across the board. It's just been educated on it and you know the older generation understanding that it's not just this bad drug that's going, <laughs> you know, put you on this crash course to crack. Yeah. You know it it actually helps you. So the fact that they started getting CBD here and it's more normalized and people are seeing that it really has um, medical purposes, then, you know, it's a great thing. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of med- medical purposes, um, patients' rights is, 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 I think, is, for one, where we all should be when it comes to cannabis. You're like, we, we should really be here starting off for the rights of patients to be able to access this and get it for an affordable amount. Um, how do you feel like when it comes to patient rights that, we're, that, that patients are being um, looked at in the state? Do you feel like we're, they, they're actually paying attention enough to a patients, or are we looking more towards just trying to start businesses? I really think that that falls back on the people mm-hmm. being um, being forward about what's going on. Yeah, you know, it's like if you look at you know like the um, pill epidemic. A lot of nurses were on pills because they were self-medicating, yeah. not because they were stealing them from these people, but they just figuring that out. So it's just you know they just got to figure out okay, this is helping people, and the people have to come out and say this is what I need yeah. to help me. Versus saying, oh, this is what I'm not doing, hiding it, faking drug tests and all that stuff. They need to really come out and say, hey, this is really helping me. And the, the government will start to turn over at that point. Yeah, man. Hopefully we, we, we will. Well, we're going to have to see something. You know what I mean? No matter how you feel about the laws that's being passed, what you feel like is missing or should have been added, at the end of the day, it's being passed. So you, you're about to see some changes happen anyway. It's just what we're about to pay attention to and what you feel like maybe you can help change in the future. Because you know where we are, especially Correct. in Georgia, this is a referendum state. There's only so much we can do personally when it comes to voting. But you're going to have to pay attention to the people who are going to support you and support what you are trying to fight for, which might be expanding HB324 for more patients' rights. Or it might be somebody like myself, you know, making sure that when we when these businesses start popping up, we start seeing more people of color involved. And I start seeing more of these businesses look like me in these cities and in these neighborhoods that, that, that I know I'm in a lot of, uh, for the most part. So I appreciate y'all, man. Like I say, smoke tricks. I haven't got a chance to see to get out to the spot, but I I followed y'all on Instagram. I follow a lot of y'all up. stories. I need to, up. man. I don't do shit. Man, <laughs> we had a great time over there. We in you know we're in the middle of Decatur, pretty much. Yeah, we get a lot of neighborhood traffic. Yeah, it's always entertaining. To say the least, it's always entertaining <laughs> over there. I bet, man. You know, and, and um, let's talk about the Smoke Championship. Yeah, because um, when we first <laughs> met you, it was it was that. I actually got invited to that, and I felt again like, all right, so I'm in the sneaker circle now. Like, I get to come see what it's like behind the scenes. Yeah. Buddy, that was a lot of smoke. Yeah. That we, was a lot of smoke, we man. We wasn't anticipating that much smoke. But it, that was more of a um, – it's just everybody say how much they can smoke. I can outsmoke you. I can smoke yeah. you. All right, well, let's find out then. <laughs> it's that simple. Let's find yeah. out. We'll we'll put up everything. All you got to do is come roll up, smoke, and don't pass out. You, you see, them them rules sound simple, but but everybody no. everybody don't got the same lungs. And no, you, no, yeah. no. Most people, you can't smoke an ounce of weed in an hour. Nah, man. Like, don't do that to yourself. 
But we tried, though. <laughs> Everybody, everybody tried. We gave it a valiant effort, though. And that was lit. And this was the second time. The smoke, this was the second smoke championship? Yeah, yeah. All right. So in this one, I saw the belts come out. Like, y'all, y'all was we big We made it official. I mean, we got to make it, you know, worth it for everybody. Yeah. You know, we got to make put on the show for it. What, what, what were they smoking? Did they have a chance to pick what strain they wanted to smoke? Golden State Banana. Golden State Banana? Got to be the strongest. Yeah. Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And who won? Because I was telling Nick, I think two women, two, two, was it a female team that won? No, they came in second place. Really? Yeah, so they didn't finish their concentrates. So what were we yeah, speaking of? So how did the competition go? It wasn't just straight rolling blunts. It was, no, no, no. It was so a it, was a, um, it was an ounce of weed mm. and two and a half grams of concentrate that you had to dab <laughs> in an hour. Yeah. In an hour. In an hour. Yeah, in it was a, pretty fun. It was, it was pretty fun. It was, man. But but in order to get in order to get to, to get the chance to lift up the belts, you had to get through that. And apparently, they didn't get through the last gauntlet of it, man. I no, it, was, it came down to um, me and E and two other guys. Yeah. And you know, it came down to concentrate. So, you know, they got it. They got it. <laughs> they beat us. They Did beat it, us. They beat you fair and square, man. Yeah, we couldn't say nothing. Are y'all gonna run one back? Cause you know, April we gotta we gonna have a full month of four twenty, man. You, you, what, what we gonna do for that? We think we gonna have we might have one in February. It's really finding the location. Yeah. Cause last time that place had all that smoke in there, and it's just we need better ventilation. <laughs> um, the the one before that we had it at Stankonia, but I think they just they won't even answer my phone calls. That's- they said we had too much smoke and it messed up the board. And like they kicked us out to another room, like we can't. So we gotta find this. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, when well, you be in studios, it's yeah. actually not the thing to do to smoke. We, we didn't know. Okay. We said they. They said we messed up the boards in there. Just too much smoke. Man, they should have had y'all do a PSA because rappers going in, in studios every day and fuck up studios every day, bro. Just sit there. I mean, especially the homeboys who don't even record. Just be sitting there smoking all day. I've been calling them, trying <laughs> everything. I'm like, can I get it? Can I pay? Because I like the space. Yeah. Just know it's too much smoke. Yeah, you know what? But um, spaces, you know, oh, man, you're talking about real estate. When it comes to this market, real estate is going to be real key, man. And shout out to you. I think you just got a, a good piece of real estate uh, over there. Over uh, there oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's in a great location. It's a developing area. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me hate first real quick, man. Because I I wanted that spot. <laughs> I wanted that spot. Yo, shout to B. She gave me the warning too first. She said, bro, I'm going to let you give a heads up. I think Urban Hippie's about to get the spot. And I was like, oh, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I love for them to get this matter of fact. But just be for real, that's a dope spot over there, man. Like like the view and all that shit, like it's just an amazing venue. And, and as we're talking about places to go, I was like, yo, there's really no spots. And then I thought about that. And I was like, oh, let me salute my man because yeah, 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 yeah. that's a good eye. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Back to nine is a good spot over there. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, we'll try. Uh, so is that going to be um a smoke tricks spot? Is, is is that going to be a location for smoke tricks possibly? No, 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 no. I'm working on something else with that. So I know. Yeah, that's that lit, it, man. No, but it's other spots over there open. Yeah, I know, I know. I wanted that one. You wanted that? Yeah. One? <laughs> I got, oh, I know. Yo, can you go oh. Hey, can you go downstairs get Ebony real quick, please? Shake. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I wanted that spot. I wanted that spot, you know, but it's cool because it was it was one of those hates where I was appreciating too. Cause I'm like, well, at least somebody you know guys. Exactly. Exactly. Cause guys. when she hit me up and she said, yo, I think somebody about to get the spot, I was getting tight. I was like, oh man, let me get the money up. She goes, nah, he's, urban hippies about to get it. I was like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, yeah. We good. Keep, that's keeping it in the family almost. <laughs> like, yeah, it ain't going far. It nah, it's not going far. far at all. I know it's gonna get used properly. <laughs> so we gonna try um I got the corner spot, yeah, and I'm gonna try to get the one she that street spot too. We working, man. She gave me some other options because I I love it over there, and I feel like um it's one of them places where we can kind of I could I want to do some real hardcore filming going into ne- this year. Like there's yeah. a lot of stuff I want to do, and I just need more spaces in, in various spaces. And I thought that space was dope. So salute y'all on that, man. Like being ahead of the curve. 
I guess right. that's exactly who y'all were from the jump. You know, even establishing urban hippies, you were ahead of the curve in a lot of ways. That, I mean, that's just about forward progression. Yeah. You know, somebody got to do it. You got to go out there. You got to take a chance. You got to try it and educate people and try to pull them along with you. So, yeah, we got we got the back in the door. We got the, the manpower. So we just keep pushing. Yeah. Have you? I know you've been hearing some of the stories about legalization, especially out of um, Illinois when it comes to taxes and all that. I had my cousin from um, we we from Boston. I had my mm-hmm. cousin come down a couple of weeks ago and hit me with the same story. Yo, bro, you, you see this receipt? <laughs> see what these taxes? Crazy, are? bro. Them taxes are ridiculous. Like, how do you feel when you hear numbers like that and you think about legalization coming here? Like, is, do, are you ever nervous when you start hearing uh, some of the stories from the states where legalization happens? No, I mean, <clears throat> on the financial side. You better be ahead of the curve. Yeah. Or you're gonna get left behind. Cause the state gonna have to get their money from it. Yeah. One way or the other. So I just keep telling everybody, you gotta be ready when it comes like the taxes is like thirty three percent. That's crazy. Hurt, that hurts my feelings, man. It's crazy. Like, like it's almost fifty percent in, in Illinois. Yeah. That's hurt my feelings. And man. they sold out of weed. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. <laughs> and they sold out of weed. And they sold out of weed, which tells me this too. The legacy market, thanks shout out to Melek Dexter. The legacy market must have sold out that night too. There's no way that somebody is spending almost forty nine percent in taxes on weed at a store and my man on the corn ain't booming that night too. Everybody eating. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yo, yep. Everybody eating. But you know, way. like I said, there's a lot of people out there that's consuming cannabis mm. that look at it as so cliche that they don't tell people. Yeah. But now when it's legal, they run to the store. They're the so. people for dispensaries. They're the people for dispensaries. Because I've noticed even, like, I've been to legal legal states. I've been inside dispensaries. And I still feel more comfortable going to get it from a person. You know what I mean? Like, I still feel more comfortable calling my mans. He, now, well, nowadays, he's all, he's all fancy, too. He'll shimmy over a menu. You know what I'm it's saying? A per- you get more of a personal touch. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I know him and his family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know y'all over here. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm walking up in this spot. The most I know is- Y'all trying to get my money. Exactly. There's a bunch of people in the back almost acting like some mobsters, and this is one guy in the front trying to act, trying to get my money. Yeah, I, I don't know yeah, nothing yeah, about yeah. y'all, man. No, some of the states, just it's pretty locked in like that. So yeah. you don't know what's going on, but- like that's the great thing about California right now. It's wide open. So it's what's going on is what it is. You have a choice of what you can pick and you know the different flowers and it's it's all legal. Yeah. Even though taxes do hit you though. Uh, are we ever gonna see an urban hippie strain? So we had one that we crossed and kinda made, but it's really not it's kinda past that point. Okay. Where you can can breed stuff and cross it and make it this. You might as well just leave it what it is. Yeah. And sell a great product. You can brand it, you know, like most of the places doing. You can brand it to make it that. But to just have an actual strain, it's just it, You right. I mean, cause we see that with a lot of rappers now. Like it's not just, you know, they just really took a strain that's already done. It's just yeah, yeah, that, it. Everybody yeah. does. Yeah. Every strain that has a name ha- is originally something. Yeah. You know, they just, okay, we're gonna rebrand it as like for Runt's example, it's Skittles and Gelato. Yeah, it's Skittles and Gelato. It's, that's all it is. But they rebranded it and they took that brand and launched it. So <laughs> that's all you do. You just pick something good that nobody else has and you launch it as a brand. Yeah. So y'all not gonna get dump, y'all not gonna dip your feet back into that pool again as far as trying to trying to come up with your own strain. Strain. It's it's cool to do, like I said, but it's just a it's a lot of footwork. Yeah. The longevity of it is. 
just let the companies do it now. I was going to say, it's also business. I think a lot of times, especially since we mostly deal with a person, you know what I'm saying, we deal with it on a level of street level, that you don't look at it from the business perspective. And it's, it's just not me now having a strain. Now I got to market it, and yes. we got to come up with branding. You know what I'm saying? And I got to find people to actually buy this. On top of that, growing is hard work. Growing is not oh, easy. Oh, hell yeah. It's an everyday job. People don't realize that. Yeah. Like, to grow good plants at a a quality level. It's an everyday job. Yeah. You know, and that's why I'm, I'm real optimistic about the South when it comes to cannabis and hemp because you got natural growers down here and you're going to see some real, I feel like we're going to see some real powerful stuff come out of here, especially on the hemp side when you start getting some of these people really into growing. Like, shout out to mom. She got a daughter in Tuskegee. I'm like, I don't see why she's not involved in this right now. Like, you had a growing, you had a farm school. Like, put your daughter in this. <laughs> a, a lot of good growers came out of Georgia. Yeah. It's a lot of good a lot of good products that was originated here. Yeah. But it's just, I see. Yeah, well, you know, shout out to Gas House, man. Like, like to know that you have a Gas House type line that's national like it is. And, you know, you, all their roots can tie right down to ATL Georgia. Yeah, 100%. 100% yeah. basement growers. Yeah. Yeah. So, they was, yeah, they took it. They took it all away. They yeah. took it all. They caught it right when they did and just. Ran with it. Yeah, man. And they call you talk about catching the vibe at the right time because they was on the Vice Land when Vice Land was, was just popping and weeded kits and all that. Like, they really. All that. It was a crest you got to catch, man. You got, you know what I mean? You just got to be ahead of the curve. You got to be ready for it. Yeah. And every risk, you got to take it. Yeah. And right now, I feel like that's important for people to understand. You really got to be ahead of this curve because it's moving, moving, moving and figure out your lane. Like, I tell people all the time, like, I know what I don't do. I don't grow. You know what I'm saying? I'm not right. a scientist. I'm, a, I'm media. Like, I can do cash color cannabis but figure out what you can do and ride that wave man because right now is a perfect time for people to start figuring out a way to make this money in this industry the thing i push to people the thing i tell everybody is you need to be seriously educated yeah it doesn't matter what government programs come in and say the hood has to work here if the hood don't know about it they won't keep that job no nah, they, and they're gonna sell that license too. and they're gonna <laughs> you know they need to learn about yeah. it they need to know the job yeah so if you don't understand everything that's seriously going on in cannabis and you think oh we're just gonna go buy some pounds and sell them you're gonna get left behind yeah yeah i mean that's a real story i mean you see people like that now you know what i'm saying simply because you have the ability to go get it don't mean you a salesperson you know what i'm saying like that i'll give you i'll give you a story when I, I i tried to sell weed once when i was in high when i was in college this is this is this is this is freshman year me my boy callie hit me with a pack it was like we played we was on a basketball team together he goes yo you want to make some money i was like yeah of course boom here you go so here you go you're gonna take this side of the dorm i'm gonna take that side of the dorm oh we was nino brown you know what I'm saying? Like, we had it all planned. We had it all planned. <laughs> it was up until 3 a.m., and this white kid knocked on my door looking for weed. And I was like, I'm done with this, bro. Ain't nobody knocking on my door at 3 a.m. Oh <laughs> do shit. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I wrapped up I wrapped up that bag of seeds and sticks, and I handed it back over to my man Callie. He was like, bro, I'm done with it today, man. I'm done with it today. Hey, you know, we say that. Everybody can't sell weed. Mm -hmm. Everybody can't sell weed. It's yeah. not a, it ain't as easy as you think. No. Nah. Just a, <laughs> No, nah, I gave that it's back. It's tricky. Bro, when that, when that knock came on my door, and I was like, who's this? And they, you know, because we in college, they drunk too. They're trying to get some weed. Yeah. Uh -uh, we ain't doing this night after night. <laughs> we ain't doing this night after I'll be the buyer. I ain't going to be the seller. Uh -uh. No, nah, I ain't going to be the seller. It's easier to smoke it, huh? Yeah, it's easier to smoke it than buyer, man. So what's next for you, bro? Just keep going forward with the industry. That's mm -hmm. Just trying to stay ahead of it. I mean, we're all in the, everybody that I know is in a serious long-term fight for it to go all the way legal. Yeah. You know, and then once it's there, we've already did all the groundwork. You got to pay us for what we've done. Basically. 
Basically. So yeah, we just we just stand in the fight. You ever feel um you know because I, I I joked about you being Kaiser Soze like you you're this name and face you're this name people know they don't really know the face like you could be in the room and nobody know the hell you are. You ever think about trying to be more visible? That's funny. Um, I do to an extent, but like I said, it's still it's still all the way not legal here. Yeah. So you can only do so much, and then Atlanta is still kind of dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> So you don't really want to do too much on that side either. Nah, you right, man, especially from the dangerous side. Because yes. you come back to the packaging, <laughs> and you got people throwing mid into bags, and you thinking is you, you about to go hit a lick, and you yeah. did not hit a lick. You hit no. a whole felony. Yeah, it's kind of dangerous <laughs> out here. So you just got to, you know, keep moving with it. Yeah, man. Stay fluid. The thing about me, I really feel like at this point, the people that need to know me, I know them. Yeah. And if I don't know you, the person next to me, we know each other. But just a random person, I don't need to know you. Like, my man, man. <laughs> <laughs> my man, Bruce. I appreciate you coming through. Um, no, I appreciate. Thank for, you. For those who don't know you or want to follow the Urban Hippie Mo, um, whole movement, how can they get? How can they follow y'all, especially on social media? Easiest way: my Instagram, Big Head Bruce. Mm -hmm. All my social media, Big Head Bruce. Um, Urban Hippie LLC, Smoke Tricks ATL. Um, yeah, we got website. We're about to launch, relaunch. We're going to relaunch some merch in a few weeks. Get that back moving through the streets, hopefully before spring. Yeah. Um, Tell you, you got walking billboards out here. I swear to God, he's a Mexican dude fresh off work. Had on an urban hippie shirt, getting on the getting on the bus. Hey, man, it's a lifestyle, man. <laughs> yeah, Everybody like, feel the lifestyle. Yeah, I was like, this is real. This is Atlanta. <laughs> this is Atlanta. Hey, here. man. My boy, I appreciate you coming through tonight, thank man. You, thank you. This has been an honor. This Cash Color Camp is a high level of conversation on LiveHipHopDaily.tv.